0: Hello, I'm Emma-Louise Coffey and you're welcome to the Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. On this week's episode, Dairy Grassland Farmer of the Year, Mike Birmingham, joins us to summarise how he manages his final grazing rotation, putting particular emphasis on carrying a high cover of grass across the winter to support high demand for grass in the spring. And Mike first gives insight into his grass and milk production to date this year.
1: Things have gone pretty good here to date so far. Um, we've grown about, uh, to our last measure there yesterday, we grew uh, 12 and a half ton. So uh, things have, look, we we had a wet spring all right, which was difficult there in February and ma- and a bit of March, but um, look, we, we pulled the way through it and uh, we didn't really, the drought, we just kind of, all we had to do really was feed about, we fed about five kilos a meal there for three or four weeks, let's say. We didn't have to introduce any silage, so we, we, we got on all right. And after that, it kind of tipped away as normal, let's say, you know.
0: And looking then at 12 and a half tonnes, like that's a massive amount of grass, Mike. What do you expect you'll grow for the full year?
1: Um, I suppose, we will, will we do another two, ton, will we do two more tonnes, uh, Maybe. Uh probably fourteen and a half tonne rough roughly. I maybe small a small bit more.
0: And where how does that compare, Mike, to previous years?
1: Yeah, on on track with last year, to be honest. And um and the same as seventeen maybe around the same as seventeen, let's say, maybe a half a ton more, maybe, let's say. You know, uh eighteen of course was the drought. We were well back that year, but I suppose if you took the three, three normal years, it's about the same, to be honest.
0: And and looking back to February and March, you mentioned that, you know, it was wet on farm. How did you cope with that? Did you manage to get out to grass most days? I know that yeah. you have a lot of cows calving in, in February, so you'd have a high demand, Mike.
1: Yeah, so so what we did look the, the first week was, um, let's say we started grazing around the start of very first days of February. It was... Um, it was a a dream up to about the tenth of February, I'd say to be honest it, like the the cows it was brilliant, they could clean out the paddocks and they were out day and night, and sure the weather kind of broke in after that, so what we had to do then really was um we got them in and out, I suppose as best we could um probably for three of let's say for three or four hours after each milking maybe got' him out, brought them back in again and maybe after evening milking then we'd do the same thing let them out for three or four hours and bring them back in again but um if it was let's say the only time we wouldn't let them out would be if it was raining overhead when they'd be due to go out let's say if it was let's say if you're finished milking there at nine in the morning and it was lashing rain we'd we'd hose them back up again those days but if it was dry at all overhead we would let them out. To be honest, That's how we...
0: And then, and then, looking to the drought, Mike. You know, a lot of pe- people would have experienced severe drought. I suppose, pr- particularly around the east of the country. But you weren't so so badly affected. So you, you looked at um at, at five kilos of a uh, supplementation there. You know what what decided the quantity of concentrate that you put in?
1: We were trying to we were trying to match the growth with the demand. Really, uh, we were trying to feed the wedge. Um, more or less, so what well, we what well, we were kind of doing we didn't, we didn't we probably only stretched out the round to twenty three days or something. We didn't go beyond that. I don't think. And we just we just filled the gap with nuts let's say. So um, we were lucky enough. I'd say if if the drought had lasted another week, all right, we would have been we would have been in with silage in. But than, we were very lucky, to be honest. Um, it didn't. We got a bit of rain every Sunday. In May, kind of, which which it, it, it kind of saved us and the drought, kind of. I think we, I think we were back on track there for the end of June, July. Let's say, you know.
0: And and then looking into August, then Mike, you know there was yeah. heavy rainfall across the country. You know, oh, did yes. that impact on, on your grazing?
1: Yeah, um, it it did a bit to be honest, because look, we 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 were I suppose we were just starting to be we were we were building cover there from the start of August on and we were going away we, we was going away pretty well there. We were probably on eight or aftergrass from our from our second cut was coming back into play and we were probably grazing eighteen hundreds and um The thing with the grass was at the time was the dry matter was very low, let's say, so they were eating an awful lot of grass. And um, they didn't do much damage, now, to be fair. Let's say probably the night of the bad storm, all right, there was a bit of marking done, but nothing, there was no serious damage done. But we probably, after the storm, we had to up the, we we were on two all along, let's say, two kilos a meal all along, but we probably up to three, because the grass was just going through them, let's say, so just to, just to slow them down a small bit and help with the building of the cover for, for the autumn, we, we decided to give him an extra kilo. Now, if the weather wasn't bad, we wouldn't have needed to feed that kilo, but I suppose by right now, we're at a position at the minute, we'd probably, we'll probably leave it in for another week and we'll see then again, we could maybe take it out for two weeks or something like that, maybe drop a kilo for two weeks, you know, because they're, they're on higher covers now and we want, we really want to shave the farm at the moment, you know, to get it, like we've probably, we've eight rotations done to date. We're starting our ninth round now. We have one one paddock grazed already for the ninth round. So really at the end of this month now, the 1st of October, we'll be closing up the farm. So we, re, you know, we well the weather is good now, we're gonna try and shave the farm as best we can and so it's easier to graze in the next round, let's say.
0: So you you mentioned you're moving on to the ninth um grazing rotation, Mike. So you're yeah. you're pretty much on target to achieve the ten grazings per paddock per year.
1: To be I'll have to tell the truth now. We'll we'll definitely get nine grazings overall, the paddocks, let's say, and probably half of the other paddocks because we'd we'll have to I'd have to close the farm at a, a high cover for next spring, so probably you're looking at maybe half of the paddocks will be raised ten times. Um, like I could end up leaving a paddock now at the end of at the twenty seventh of September or something that I probably won't raise till next March. Do you know? It depends on my farm cover at the end. Let's say. do you know what the for closing date. It, that'll. All, I'll kind of have to tie that in in that time like you know so we might get all the paddocks grazed 10 times we'll definitely I suppose half of the paddocks will be grazed 10 times
0: you know. And looking then, Mike, moving away from grass, um, yeah. you know, how has production been this year in terms of milk solids or yield? You know, are you on par with last year, um, or you know what? What way are you?
1: for spot on actually with last year. Um, I was I looked up there this morning. Uh, we've just over four hundred and fifty kilos supplied to the co-op uh, per cow. Um, so they're going really well. Uh, they're going really well. They milk really well. this year now, to be fair. Um, I'd say they're nearly week on week. They're the same as last year, to be honest. Which uh, um, the only difference, sorry, we've 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 put in extra feeding in June with the drought, and we've put in I suppose extra feeding in March as well because uh, you know it was so wet and cold. I suppose maybe there's a hundred or two hundred kilos extra supplement going in this year, but other than that, then it's it's been it's been. Perfect really, to be honest you know, it's it's very easy to be honest, you know, but they're going well now, to be fair, we can't complain.
0: And I guess my uh, people might be mistaken, um um, when they, When they hear you talking about so much concentrate going in, and like you have said already that you 're feeding the wedge, but you know you 're talking about high levels there in early summer as a result yeah. of the drought, and also you know you were putting in extra bits where there were um weather shocks. Yeah. What do you see the total concentrate being across um the twenty twenty lactation
1: oh I think it would be close to the ton all right it was eight hundred kilos last year, so i 'd be expecting. It'll be clo- It'll be it'll be very close to the ton. I'd say to be honest. I suppose it'll be a ton. I'd imagine.
0: And and then looking to total milk solids, you're at 450 at the moment. What do you expect the overall milk solids to be by the end of the lactation?
1: Um, what they do, let's say, we'll dry up around the st- around the tenth of December. Um, what are we? September, October, November. Would they do one? they do? What they do one hundred.
0: 100 and would they
1: do 120 on it easily? Yeah, yeah, but, but the same as last we around that figure last year, like you know, at the moment, anyway, they're 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 nicking nick week on week, let's say.
0: Yeah, and and what is the solids today, Mike? What sort of milk solids um, are they doing?
1: They're doing about 1. 1.5, 1. 1.6 at the minute. 1. 1.5, 1. Yeah.
0: 1.6, yeah, so they they'll easily do you know 120 between now and the end of the year, I
1: suppose they would, you know. Now, the heifers will be dried all right early. They'll be gone out of the system and I suppose we'll dry them up in the middle of November or the 10th of November, let's say. You know, the first cavers will be taken out and there'll be probably culls sold around that time as as well, let's say, because um, I'll be selling my culls around then to, because I'll be running back my heifers from the contract rare and for nitrates and things, we'll, be, we'll probably have to move them. So I suppose around the 560, they'll average out probably 560 that way, 570, I'd say.
0: You know, and and then looking to the current grassland situation, Mike, can you give us an idea of farm cover rotation length? Um, you know, growth and demand at the moment. Yeah,
1: no hassle. Um, at the, at the moment, uh, the farm covers at a uh, thousand and forty three, we and we've a cover per cow of uh three eight eight nine. Um, where where demand is at forty five. Um, this week actually I measured there now. Yesterday we only grew 45 last week and i'd say maybe i'm being a bit over cautious at the moment because um with the heavier covers there might be a bit i'd say the growth is probably closer to 50 realistically um because we're just adding a small bit to farm cover every week uh we're stocked at around 2.7 and our rotation is about 36 days at the moment you know so i would expect that we'll probably put another 50 to 100 on the farm for you know in the next by the 1st of october let's say do you know probably you know let's say we didn't we did the, we kind of were a bit lack le- we were a bit slow on the nitrogen you know around the time of the storm we didn't go with any fertilizer with the wet weather at that time and we've we've all the let's say we did the last of the fertilizer we finished last tuesday actually so um the farm should kick on as much it should it should kick on i'd say we'll grow around the 50 next week and for the next two weeks so i think we'll be i think we'll probably add another 100 to the farm before we start dropping off let's say
0: and and looking then to the um the next two months we'll see out the grazing season on the majority of farms and and indeed your farm and like you you mentioned that you know say while you know, traditionally, it's the last rotation would start in October. You know, you're essentially possibly starting it in the last days of September. Yes. Yes. Um, I suppose to start off, Mike, you know, looking at the, the that final grazing rotation. You know, how did that play out on your farm in the last year or two?
1: Yeah, well look i suppose emma louise we 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 on the 1st of december we we want to close we we'd normally have closed up with a cover of 750 but this year i i want to really close up with a cover of 850 um because i need to open with over a thousand on the farm on the 1st of february and look we probably we've in the past good few years we probably are only growing 3 a day over the over the winter so i'm going to work back from the 1st of December really to when I close up the cows so look if I run the farm down to um, 700 on the 1st of November the cows will have to come in because I'll need to will probably grow five a day in November and I'd need that'll add 150 that'll bring me up to where I need to be so it'll all depend on how to grow let's say how oh, I work this properly now is you know I'll have to work backwards all the time I'll have to keep an eye on the 8.50 and I'll go as far as I can in to make sure I'll have 8.50 on the 1st of December, if that makes sense, sorry, no.
0: know. No, no, 100%. So, like, I mean, really what you're doing is your autumn grazing rotation is dictated by having a certain level of uh, grass on the farm yes. on the 1st of December in order to open early. And I suppose, you know, what is the key driver of having all that grass on the farm on the 1st of February, Mike? Well,
1: it will just make my life easy, to be honest, because... Look, I don't mind housing up the cows there. Let's say we'll probably, normally what we've done the past couple of years is um, we've put them in by night from the 1st of November to about the 10th to the 15th of November. And look, I don't mind feeding the cows for November inside because that's the only job I'd have to do that time. I can easily line the cubicles. I have plenty of time to put out the silage. I have all day to do it, let's say. But in the 1st of February, I have cows calving. And I've calves to feed and I've all the other jobs to do. So I, as soon as the cow calves, really, I want to get her out. And, and like, at least you don't have to be cleaning cu- cleaning cubicles and all that extra, you know, the extra work, let's say the extra workload, that's reduced if you can get the cows out. And it's better for the cows and it's it's easier. I suppose I know there's financial benefits, but the main benefit for me is you know, is the labour, that the cows will be outside it's It's easy all you have to do is is move the to- tw- the i am sure that that's that's the job. bring them in and bring them out you know if the obviously if the weather is suitable and even if the weather isn't suitable, even if you could get them out of the yard for three hours, you get an awful lot of work done while they're not in the air. Do you know what I mean You don't have to be do you know let's say in an awful panic to get the silage loaded out for the cows while they're inside and get cubicles cleaned after milking and everything, you have a bit of time. If you can get them out for a couple of hours, that'll buy you a bit of time to get the work done, you know, at your own pace, let's say.
0: And look, I think, Mike, that's very characteristic of, say, your modern farms where there's high percentages of cows calving in the month of February. And also there is that, I suppose, realisation that grasses is more valuable in springtime rather than autumn time and 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 you know it, it it's reflective in terms of what you're saying so can you take us through then what your last rotation is looking like you're going to you know st- you, I suppose you don't know when your start of your last round is going to be until yeah. the end of it essentially exactly. because it's dictated by um farm cover rather than Ticking off every single paddock with the grazing, but say, um, you're going to start your autumn plan and, and that's laid out. But, um, what sort of percentage of the farm will you graze in the month of October? Oh, I
1: definitely will definitely be over 70%. We we'll definitely will definitely graze well over seventy in, percent in October, probably seventy percent of the farm in October, to be honest. And then whatever's left, it'll be there could be five percent that mightn't, you know, let's say be grazed in October that will have that was grazed in the end of September, that will have to be kept for for the following year. And there might only be fifteen percent left. So you might only be grazing a percent a day, let's say for fifteen days by day or something. That that's probably the way it will pan out, to be honest. Do you know or that um we'll probably try and lock lock it up that lock it up that way to be honest you know that that we 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 need the 850 in, in the the in on, on the first of december like so that's that's the plan there anyway to be honest
0: and I, I guess to to summarize mike um you know based on what you're saying and and taking cognizance of that high demand that you have um in terms of a spring grass you know um looking at closing the farm at 8.50 in the month on the 1st of December and that may look like you know at if the farm if you do a farm cover on the 1st of November and the farm is at a, a cover of 700 that you know the cows come off the farm yeah. um, to prioritise growing grass yes. you know you, you you have a good knowledge of the farm growing yeah. on average 3 to 5 across the winter yeah. so you know what to expect on the farm yeah. um, come the spring and I suppose also to highlight the importance of you know doing the regular grass walk in October to oh. keep an eye on where farm cover is at thank you mike
1: yeah no bother emma louise
0: that's it for this week's episode of the dairy edge podcast and my thanks to mike birmingham for joining me on this week's show don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast you can listen on apple and google podcasts as well as spotify and for more information go to the chagas website at chagas.ie i'm emma louise Coffey, and join me next time for your dairy edge